and welcome to the Central Garden. I am the Central Seductress, aka Mistress Alluring. Happy New Year. Today's broadcast is being brought to you by thecentralgarden.com, where we at the Central Garden are educating, empowering, and enhancing one bedroom at a time. Now, y'all know, when I started this podcast, I told y'all this is not safe for work. So, if you are younger than the legal age, yeah, exit stage left. All right, with that out of the way. Happy New Year. Yes, I am recording for the podcast and for the YouTube video. And... I want to start out with something that I do every year. I choose a word, and that word will carry me through the next calendar year. My word for 2023 is gratitude. We should always have a heart and a mind of gratitude. 2022 taught me a lot. So when I start my podcast now, I'm going to tell you a couple of things that I'm grateful for and I'm showing my gratitude for. One of them is life. The other is decent health and strength. And the ability to spread the word and get the education out to our BIPOC community about sex and sexuality and kink and BDSM. So, with that being said, let's get into it. So, the other day, I did some reflection And I thought about something. Are munches important? And I know some people will disagree and they will say, no, I don't need to go munch. I don't need to do this. Just like some people don't believe in vetting. But hey, that's red flag central to me. But hey, you do. Yeah, you do you. But munches are important. A munch is a meet and greet. Oftentimes it's done at a restaurant over food. Meaning you order it, you buy it, you pay for it. It's not up to the host to pay for your food. Okay, so let's get that straight. But this is a way for new people who have decided to enter into the BDSM or kink community. This is a way for them to meet people. This is a way for them to ask questions. This is a way for them to network, 
build bonds or start to build bonds or friendships, community. It's a way for them to be able to talk about BDSM and or kink in a way where they're not shamed, shunned, made fun of, or any of that. But some of us tend to treat the munch like it's the high school cafeteria table. The jocks versus the nerds. The band members versus the chess club. And that's not cool, y'all. Especially in the BIPOC community. And for those of you who don't know what BIPOC means, it's Black Indigenous People of Color. I don't know if I've ever explained it, but there you go. But the munch is... So very important and so very vital in our community because in the BDSM kink community as a whole, which is a large community, but we are such a small part of that large community. And we already know what happens. I discussed this in a couple of podcasts ago. What happens when you think that you're in a safe space and you think that you are around like-minded people and you think that you can express yourself and you think that it's okay and you can trust these people only for you to open up and these people who you thought were your friends, family, this, that, and the third, give you the stank face, roll their eyes at you, make fun of you, tell you how nasty and disgusting and all of that you are. The munch is the place where The new people can meet like-minded people who will accept them as they are, who will answer their questions, who will help them on their journey with reading recommendations and club recommendations or event recommendations and knowledgeable people in the community that they can lean on or go to to get information. See, the munch determines if the new person is going to be an active member in the community or they're going to crawl back in their shell and just do what they do in the bedroom or just roll it up, ball it up, and never speak on it again. See, as the organizer of the munch, you set the tone. 
You set the tone. And when I wrote about this on FET the other day, I listed a few things that the organizers should do. And really, it comes down to basic manners. Basic manners. Speak to everybody who enters your munch at the table or at the next table or the next table. If they are coming to be a part of your munch, you as the coordinator need to make it your business to speak to everyone involved. Two. At every munch, there are what we call seasoned members or veteran members. Grab a couple of those people like, hey, I need you to help me navigate through the new people. Have a sit down one-on-one -on -one with the new people. Talk to them. See what they're interested in. And then segue them to the books, the movies, the people in the community that you think will be most beneficial to them. It's not hard. It, it, it's, it's not hard. The much determines if we're going to grow the community or is the community going to remain at a standstill? The much determines if the club is going to get new members who can offer education, demonstrations, suggestions, or are they going to go back home and be like, you know what, fuck this shit. Mm -mm. These people ain't friendly. I thought this was judgment-free zone. They lied. The munch is so important that new people who come to the munch don't know what to expect. Nine times out of ten, they don't know anybody there. They have found this munch on FET or Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media app that they're using. And someone or these groups and somebody has said, hey, you need to attend a munch in your area. So they have no clue what they're getting into. And for you, the coordinator, because you don't know everybody. But if you just do those few things that I named. Speak. Find some seasoned people in the community that are at your munch to help you navigate with these news people. Spend two to three minutes with them. Find out what do they think their role is or what do they claim their role is or what do they say their role is. What do they like? What do they dislike? Are they trying to play publicly? Are they trying to play privately? What are they looking for? Find out all that stuff. And put these people 
with some people who can help them grow and prosper on their journey. Because as with anything, when you're talking about a group of people, be it a bunch of social or whatever, be it that these people are new or whatever, everyone wants to know that they are important, that they are seen, that they are heard. Everyone wants to feel a part of the group. And you're not going out of your way doing anything special. These are simple, basic manners 101. That's it. Manners 101. But we can't see that because we're still stuck at the cafeteria table with the jocks versus the chess club, with the band members versus the, the nerds. But we're all adults and this is supposed to be the one place where we can go and not be judged, not be singled out, not be looked at crazy, not be made fun of. And when you don't engage with new people, this is where you see a decline in your munch. Sometimes it might decline by two or three people. Then sometimes it may not. But if you really pay attention to your munches, you'll see the same people returning with no new people. But when you had the new people, did you even acknowledge them? Hmm. That's why the munch is so important. That's why the munch is so important. That's why it is your job as a coordinator or a host or hostess to show yourself friendly and not fake, but friendly. And take a genuine interest in the people who have taken time out and set money aside to attend your event. The least you can do is be appreciative of those people coming to spend that time with you. This is not the time for you to catch up with your best friend who you ain't seen since y'all was last at the club last Saturday. Mm -mm. That, that's not what the munch is for. The munch is designed so that people of kinky like mine can talk about kink and BDSM in a setting that is welcoming, that is non-judgmental, that is accepting, and they will be heard and they will be seen and hopefully pointed in the direction where they can get further instruction. Let that sit for a minute. Because as a coordinator, are you doing that? 
Are you building relationships? Are you networking? Are you building community? Think about that. And let me know what you think. Welcome back. I am the Central Seductress, a.k.a. Mistress Alluring. This podcast is being brought to you by TheCentralGarden.com, where we are educating, empowering, and enhancing one bedroom at a time, offering intimacy coaching, sex ed, kink, and BDSM education via podcast. The intimacy coaching is via Zoom or in person. I've been on this journey for a long time, y'all. And today we're going to continue <clears throat> talking about munches. So like I said, I wrote about it on Fat the other day. After um, attending a munch on Thursday. And I attend munches. I don't attend as many as I would like to. But that's going to change in 2023. So, did y'all know there was a such thing as munch etiquette? And I'm not sure if anyone has uh, written a book or did a writing an excerpt or anything like that on it. I'm just speaking again, my opinions, my viewpoint, just me. But I believe that there are um, etiquette, I believe etiquette is in everything. I believe that etiquette can be applied to everything. Now, I'm not talking like a high protocol and stuff like that. I'm talking basic manners, mannerisms, conversations. So, check it. First things first. Whether you are the coordinator or the new person or the seasoned person, when you come to the munch and it is at a public place or a private place or whatever, y'all know what y'all was taught when y'all little. When you enter a room, you do what? <gasps> Speak. You may not know everyone's name, but you speak. Hey, everybody. You don't just speak to the people that you know. You speak to Everyone. And a general, hey, everybody. Oh, hey. And wave. I 
think that'll suffice. Number two. When you see people engaged in a conversation that is not your cue to come in and take over the conversation. It's not your cue to come in and interrupt. What you should do is sit down, listen to the flow of the conversation. In other words, read the damn room or the table. And then when there is an opening, ta-da, speak. But if you're going to be speaking and you're going to be condescending, you're going to be belittling people, you're going to be kink shaming. If you're going to be doing any negative thing, shut the fuck up. Period. Period. People get enough flack and enough craziness in their regular lives that they don't need your BS. Please take your biases somewhere else. Please and thank you. Now, here's where it's going to get a little bit tricky. Might offend some people, but yeah, y'all will be all right. Because nobody's watering down their words so that you can be okay. Y'all going to take this shit as it is. And it doesn't matter what race you are or ethnic makeup. It doesn't know. Take this shit like it is and apply it as such. If it does not apply, let it fly. But if it gets your panties and or your boxes in a bunch, I need you to look in the mirror and do a self-check. Now, if you see a particular group of people sitting and talking, be it at the bar, be it at a table, be it standing in a circle, It is not your job to come and interrupt that circle with your sense of entitlement. No. Again, read the damn room. Read the room. If you see a group of people talking at the bar, and then you got a couple of sections at the bar that are empty. Don't come trying to get the bartender's attention in that group of people's way. Go to the empty section and get, that's rude as heck. Look, we know you want to be seen. Because your hair is right, makeup tight, eyebrows slayed, eyelashes slayed to the gods. You want to be seen. But baby, 
you being rude and you being seen in the wrong light. So what we're going to need you to do is find those spots at either end of the bar where it's damn near naked. Get the bartender's attention and order there. Thank you very much. But to interrupt a group of people who are in a conversation of whatever that conversation is to put your drink order in and clearly you see that there is space for you to do it at another end or another end. Yeah, you wrong. Come on, y'all. Let, let, let's get back to our social P's and Q's. We know what to do. We know what to do. And nope, I'm not singling any group out. I'm talking about whatever group it is. I'm talking about whatever group it is. When you have decided that it's time for you to go. And you see a few people that you know. Sitting, standing, whatever, with a group of other people. As you're getting ready to leave. I know you want to speak to your friend and you want to say, Girl, I'm leaving. Or, hey, bud. I'm out. It is rude as hell. To start calling names. There are a group of people standing here with the person that you want to say goodbye to. Guess what? Quick and simple. Good night, everybody. See y'all next time. But to say good night, spider. Now you got. A group of people looking around like, so spider is all you saw. You couldn't say bye to everybody. You just had to say bye to spider. Again, we're setting the tone for people who are trying to open up and come into the community. But by doing these Little bitty things. We can turn these people off. And we can turn them off so quick. It's not even funny. And you don't even realize that you turn the people off. Because guess what? You're not paying attention. To. Your crowd. You're not paying attention. To the people who have. Taken time out of their day. Evening whatever. Because you're only paying attention to those who. You know personally that we're coming out. Now, if you have some representatives from uh, the club or a dungeon or whatever play space that you all share. And they're going to be at the munch. And if the space that you all are using requires people to be screened. Look, to my people who do screenings, 
and or interviews or whatever it is to get people approved to a degree to come to the play space. Listen to me and listen to me well. Racial identity, sexual identity, ethnic background, economic background, none of that shit matters when you're trying to screen somebody. To my white people, if you have to screen or interview or whatever you call it in your area, a black person or a person of color or an indigenous person. Look. Just like you screened them and went through whatever questions and processes that you needed to go to. To get them screened. You can still have a conversation and get to know that person. Don't screen these people. And then the first time that you see another black person or indigenous person or a person of color that is stand up in the community, you hand these people off like, hey, I screened them and I didn't know what else to say. First of all... <clears throat> fuck you mean you didn't know what else to say you mean to tell me all you could do was screen and interview these people but you couldn't tell them anything else about the community as a whole um events as a whole the club or space that everybody is using to play you couldn't tell them about this because of what Yeah, I'll wait. You couldn't tell them that, hey, such and such group has a munch every Thursday. Such and such group has a munch every Saturday. Such and such group has a play date every third Friday of the month. Uh, they have a book club over here. They do this. They do that. You couldn't give that information because what happened? Because they're not your ethnic group. They're not in your economic tax bracket. Mm-mm. You can't make this up. And I'm speaking on it because I've seen it happen firsthand. I've seen white people scream black people and turn them right on over to other black people with the pretense of saying, I don't know what else to tell them. Fuck you mean you don't know what to tell them. Tell them what you would tell everybody else. Unless you got some secret shit going on. I'm just saying. No one is walking around with a sign on their head that says... Green, you can talk to me. Yellow, I got some issues 
beware. Red, nah, fuck you. Don't say nothing to me. Nobody's walking around like that. You treat people how you want to be treated. How would you feel if somebody screened or interviewed you for a club and all they could do was the basic of the interview and couldn't give you any insight? Well, no, I'm not going to say couldn't. They wouldn't give you any insight because y'all not of the same ethnic background or economic background. How would you feel? See, that's something that we need to get past. My white friends. Black people ain't walking around with a sign that said it's okay for you to talk to us. We're not doing it. We're not walking around with a sign that says... I'm here at the munch, but no, we are vested just like y'all. We want the best experience just like y'all because we're going to give the best experience. There is more to putting a munch together than just selecting a place and a date. And I've seen some munches where people have put some really good thought into it. And I've seen some munches that look like y'all just threw that shit together. But who am I to judge? But as a community, y'all, we got to do better. We have to... Set the tone, set the example, and be honest in setting the tone and the example. Because y'all already know, folks about energy now. They've been about energy for a couple of years now, but people are really getting serious about this energy thing. And people are who are serious about this energy thing, they can point out your fakeness or your pretend Really, really quick. So if your hello is not genuine, we know it. Your conversation isn't genuine and we feel like you're speaking in riddles and dancing around in circles. You dancing on one and three and we trying to catch it on two and four. We see it. We feel it. These are things that will turn people off from coming back to the munch. If it's unorganized, if it's fake, if it feels forced, if it's not welcoming, if it's it's stuffy. Yeah, ain't nobody coming back. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And that includes your own people. They ain't coming back. This is not high school, y'all. We got to do better. We have to set an example because one day we're going to be too old to hold a goddamn much. And we're going to have to leave it into the younger groups that's coming into the lifestyle. We got to pass the torch to them. So if we passing the torch to them, can we at least pass the torch to them and, and show them some right ways to do shit? 
Can we please? Can we all just get on one accord? I'm just saying. So with that being said, that's why I think munches are important. That's why I think that there's a thing called munch etiquette. Again, drop me a comment. Listen, like, subscribe, and share my podcast. Go to my Patreon page. I'm telling y'all, I got some good perks, some good tears. Spread the word. Please. Nope, not begging, just asking really, really nicely. Find me on TikTok. Central Seductress 69. Find me on Facebook. Central Seductress. Find me on IG. The underscore central underscore garden. I'm all over social media, y'all. I'm building a brand. But more importantly, I'm trying to get the education out there, especially to my BIPOC family. Because everybody wants to play, but nobody wants to do the work to learn how to play. And how to play safely. So that's what I'm here for. So with that being said, keep it sexy. Happy New Year. The word is gratitude for the year. Tell me what you're grateful for. I give you a shout out. I got you, boo. Book your fun parties. We'll travel if the price is right. Book your intimacy coaching sessions. I got you. I got you. Until next time. Again, I am the Central Seductress, a.k.a. Mistress Alluring. Keep it sexy.